Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. It is the Morning Five for Monday, January 30th. And as always, let me check my notes. Yep, yep, we're still here. Checking, making sure it's still covered by the Parian lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man... I hope I hire a lawyer today, but hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Bryce, today is National Croissant Day. Ooh, okay, I'm down for that. I love croissants. I love me a good croissant. Do you do you ever get like the croissant sandwiches? I don't I don't even know where they sell them honestly. Uh, I think I've had them at Panera Bread maybe. Um, but you know, it's like a it's a sausage egg and cheese croissant. Yeah, I do. Uh, so growing up, you know, they Burger King used to have croissant which sandwiches. Oh my God. I completely forgot about that, dude. Egg and cheese were really yeah. good. Um, they've got a lot of different croissants out there for sandwiches. And, you know, I still like to get the little uh, croissants that you just kind of bake up with the dinner, too. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, those are undefeated, dude. Those are fantastic. So what what do you like to like? So what meal do croissants go with best as a side? Like as a side little bread. What do you think? What do you think meal goes with them the best? Oh, anything that see for me, I, I like using croissants to um, kind of like dab up. The, so like I, I like cooking it and I know this is going to sound really stupid, but I like cooking it with uh, hamburger helper. Oh, OK. I love when I'm done, I can just basically wipe the plate with the croissants. <laughs> that's a good that's a good shot. I've never had that with hamburger helper, but that's a good idea. Yeah, that's that's my thought. Yeah, that's that's good. I like that. I, I like spaghetti every now and then, although I am a bigger Texas toast fan with my spaghetti, but I don't mind a croissant with spaghetti. Yeah, I agree. Uh Texas toast or any kind of garlic bread for sure. It's pretty good, yeah, with, with spaghetti. Uh all right. Uh so we had a big weekend in uh, high school athletics, but let's get to the, to professional first. Uh, Hawks fall to the Clippers on Saturday night, one twenty to one thirteen. Poo. Yeah, just didn't seem like we had it the entire game. Yeah, nothing was clicking. I, you know, I tweeted this out the other night after watching sixteen thousand basketball games on Saturday um, because sleep is overrated. I came back home and watched the replay of the Hawks game. We did well in the first quarter defensively, but in the last three quarters, we played like absolute dog crap. Uh, we had a 123 defensive rating in the game, and we had 135 defensive rating in quarters two through four. Uh, the league average is 112, and the higher you get, the worse you are. Uh, so we, we had a very bad defensive rating, couldn't play defense, couldn't hit a three. Um, it was terrible. I mean, the Clippers were 51% on all shots outside of three foot from the rim. That's really bad, folks, if you don't know. Uh, we played terrible defense, and it's it's plain to see that without DeAndre Hunter playing elite wing defense all game long, 
Uh, we just don't have it. We didn't have anybody that could match up with Paul George or Kawhi Leonard. DeJounte Murray did not have a good game defensively, and it's disheartening to see that type of defensive effort at home after having two straight days off. Yeah, no doubt. Trey did Trey have 31 points, 10 assists, so he, another 30 point, 10 point double double. Um, looked good. He shot seven of 27 from three. Or the yeah. Hawks did. The Hawks did, yeah. That's that's the terrible. Twenty five percent. Awful. Awful. We had we had one guy hit double digit makes for threes, and it's DeAndre Hunter, and he didn't make his second until like a minute left in the fourth quarter. I mean, it was Trey went zero for two. DeJounte Murray one for five. Collins went one for three. Bogey one for four. It was it was awful. Um, you know, sort of the one bright spot was the turnovers, lack of turnovers in the second half. That was good. We only had one. And I think we took 15 more shots than the Clippers. So if you tell me the Hawks take 15 more shots than the Clippers and we only have one turnover in the second half, I would say 99% of the time we win that game. Oh, and, and Trey shot 14 free throws and made 11 of them. So, <laughs> I, you know, it's it, it was it was one of the oddest games that, that I've seen this year. Um, in the defense, I mean, just boiled down the defense in the in the uh, second, third, and fourth quarter, and it was just it wasn't wasn't good. And like I said, that's not what you want to see. That's not the defensive effort you want to see coming out of a two day rest period, for sure. And you know, hopefully, we can bounce back. Be back under five hundred now. Uh, no, we're right at five hundred now. Twenty five oh. and twenty five, thirteen and eleven um, uh, at home. And let me look at the standings. We are two games back of a playoff position. We are in the eighth spot right now. So as it stands, we would host the Washington Wizards if the season ended today. Gross. Okay, so uh, Hawks are back on the road for the next five games, I believe. And Yeah, starting tonight. It's the Trailblazers tonight. Yeah, 10 o'clock, late late game tonight. So uh, I doubt i will be able to watch i mean we got we got late games all five road or four of the five road games uh portland 10 o'clock tonight then phoenix at 10 that's an espn that's a prime time game then utah nine denver at nine i might catch like the first half of those utah and denver games but the portland portland games and the phoenix games man those are gonna be uh Mm. i don't know if i don't know if i'm gonna maybe the first quarter (laughs) it's rough especially when you get up early to do the podcast yeah, those are those are those will be the mornings that I wake up the morning after and listen to Locked On Hawks with Brad Rowland to uh, to get my update and flip it on in the background and listen to it. And if, if any Hawks fans that want to get more Hawks news, by the way, Locked On Locked On Hawks with Brad Rowland is the best Hawks podcast out there. I, I listen to it every single day, every single time he comes out with a new episode. I listen to it because he's fantastic. He he knows more. He's forgotten more about the Hawks than I could ever hope to learn. Yeah. All right, well, Hawks, Hawks and uh, Trailblazers tonight. Moving on to yesterday. Yesterday was a good day. It was a really good day. Uh, was it good? Yeah. Well, I, w- I would say 50% of it was good. The, the late game, the, the nightcap was good. The first game was terrible. <laughs> it was, well, it was terrible. More- I bet you Eagles fans loved every second of it. 
Well, of course they are because, you know, Eagles fans have no idea what was even going on. I mean, oh, you know, it's, there's a shot. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't a good game. It's 31 to 7. You had a ninth string quarterback playing for the 49ers. It was it wasn't an entertaining game. It wasn't a fun game. It wasn't a competitive game. Unless you're an Eagles fan, that was a terrible game. I mean, that was a that was a repeat of the national championship where the majority of fans who are not fans of either team turned it off. And that's not what the NFL wants, despite what you know a lot of people think the NFL is an entertainment company and they want entertainment football. Uh, I mean, there's nothing they can do about it, obviously. They, the 49ers had Brock Purdy and everybody thought he was going to come in and play well. And he got hurt on like the second or third play from scrimmage. And they bring in uh, Josh Johnson, who has played for 15 years with like 13 different teams. And some of them are USFL teams, AAFL teams. Um, and it was just a, it was a route, man. That game wasn't even competitive. Most of the, it was a, it was a joke. We were sitting there kind of laughing about how bad the 49ers looked just because they didn't have a quarterback. Yeah. Eagles defense looked uh, stellar pretty much the entire game. Um, they were in the backfield nonstop. Christian McCaffrey couldn't really get going at all for the 49ers. Obviously, your wide receivers for the 49ers can't do anything when you're when you've got a fifth, sixth, seventh string quarterback. <laughs> just just keep counting up, Billy. Ninth, <laughs> tenth. So there was just a lot of things that were not going for the 49ers, and bottom line. I think they were overachieving this year anyway. I said they'd probably make it to the AF, to the the NFC Championship even with Purdy, and they did. So. You called that months ago. I mean, yeah. like like two or three months ago, you called that. I did. But they couldn't and, and, that defense. The defense has been really good all year. And I would have I would have liked to see what the 49ers could have done if Purdy was healthy the entire game. I don't know if they could have won it. Probably not. But it would have been a lot better than thirty-one to seven. Do you think? What do you think? would have been had they had first string quarterback in like Lance or Garoppolo or you know what I mean well that's the thing like I haven't seen enough of either one of those guys to know definitively that they're better than Brock Purdy you know what I mean like I know Brock Purdy can do it because I've seen Brock Purdy do it for almost 10 games now and I feel like every time I watch Trey Lance or Jimmy Garoppolo they play two or three games and they get injured so you know but but to your point any of those guys if they're a first stringer uh, it, I, it, I think it's a, I think it's probably a field goal game. You know, I think the Eagle or I think the 49ers keep it close. The reason it was so bad was a, they didn't have a quarterback in there and B, they couldn't be balanced. I mean, in the second half, all they did was run the ball with Christian McCaffrey because you know, Purdy got hurt. They bring in Johnson and then Johnson got hurt on almost the exact same play that Purdy got hurt on. So they bring Purdy back into the game. Purdy can't throw. So they just run the ball. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you have a first string guy in there that's healthy, I think it's a field goal game. I think we sort of get a game in the NFC championship like we did in the AFC championship. Yeah, the AFC championship was phenomenal. Uh, Kansas City beats the Bengals 23 to 20. Bryce, this game was this, this game was outstanding. It was one of the best championship games we've had in a while. Um and it seems like it's always in the AFC side where we get phenomenal championship games. So I, it was it was great back and forth, sloppy at times, but very competitive. Uh, so I, you know, of I just want to be sloppy. Let's let's point out like it's not easy playing in 19 degree weather with 20 to 30 mile an hour winds. I wouldn't be doing it. 
No. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll sit up, guys. I'll sit out. Uh, my knee my knee hurts. My calf hurts a little bit. I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait in the locker room. You guys, let me know how the how the game goes. No joke. Uh, Bro looked Bro looked okay. Um, and I think uh, you know he threw for two interceptions, but I think a couple of the or like one of those or both of them may have just been <sighs> outstanding plays by Kansas City. I know at least one of them was. Um, yeah, Bur- Burrow looked play. fine. What didn't look fine though, Billy, was his offensive line. I mean, Ooh. he was he was under pressure and getting hit on just about every single drop back. I think uh, I think the Bengals O line played above their heads last week against the Bills, and it really showed this week against uh, the Kansas City referees. Um, so that <laughs> I, it, that was the that was the biggest thing for me was the Cincinnati offensive line couldn't keep Joe Burrow uh, clean. What the hell was with that? Uh, redo on third down. Horrid. What Horrid refereeing last night. The redo on third down. That was awful. God. You, you have you have the redo on third down. Uh, with there's only one referee that apparently knows that that play should have been stopped. All the other ones were watching it and you know going on like normal. Uh, you have the intentional grounding by Joe Burrow, uh, which a would have been roughing the passer if that was Tom Brady back there throwing the ball, and b. Patrick Mahomes had the exact same play about a minute later, and there was no intentional grounding thrown for that. And on the ensuing or on the uh, previous punt, the last punt of the game for the Cincinnati Bengals when the Kansas City referees had a big return, there was a block in the back that they didn't call. And then on the ensuing drive after the punt, after the punt return, after the flag that wasn't thrown that should have been thrown for intentional grounding, there was a holding call that should have been thrown on on uh, Hubbard that wasn't thrown, and that sets up the the penalty and the winning field goal. So it was it was painfully obvious that a this refereeing crew was paid off. B the NFL wants Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl, and and, and C they just don't care about it anymore. Or, or C these referees were paid off. That was the worst refereed game I think I've seen all year. It was absolutely horrendous, and nothing is going to happen to these referees because of their union, and it is disgusting. It is absolutely disgusting that America has to sit through this crap, I feel like, week in and week out with the NFL because the NFL doesn't hire these refs full-time. They're part-time players. Hire them full-time and put them through camps in the offseason so this crap doesn't happen on the biggest stage you have all year. It's horrible. Amen to that, sir. And I'm not a fan of the Bengals or the Chiefs. Like I, you know, I, I, I was cheering for the Bengals just because you know Clay and all of them were out there, and they're big Bengals fans. And you know, sort of like Joe Burr, but I don't dislike the Chiefs. And it's just it's frustrating that such a great game comes down to such poo poo refereeing. Agreed. Yeah. Super Bowl fifty-seven is officially set. Eagles will be facing the Kansas City refs, as Bryce calls them. <laughs> Um, Who are you cheering for in this one, Billy? Uh, Rihanna. Cheer for Rihanna in this one. Ugh, gross. I'll be turning that off <laughs> when she comes on. I just, I like Rihanna. She's a beautiful woman, but I hate her music, yeah, so her I will not be watching great, that. But oh well. Yeah, she is. She is very pretty. I'll give you that. Just watching the watching the replay now. It's running on ESPN of the game last night. The penalty and all that. Oh, jeez. Billy, I got a question for you that kind of popped into my head a couple weeks ago. Okay. Is the stretch of sports that are coming up, so we're going to say uh, Jan- or excuse me, February 1st to the end of March, 
is this the best two month stretch of sports that we have all year long? Let me let me run down some of the stuff that's going to happen in this in the span of two months, a span of 50 something days. So we got the Super Bowl coming up in a couple weeks. That's the biggest sporting event in all of North America. We have the NBA Finals. That should be coming up, and that won't wrap up, I guess, in this little span. But we'll get some NBA playoffs. So we'll get we'll get some NBA playoffs in the end of the NBA season with the with the uh, you know the play in tournament and all that. So that's going to happen in this span. March Madness. That's coming up next month. The MLB starts. We get uh, we get spring training down there. Pitchers and catchers reporting, and all that sort of kicking off, and all the excitement of that. The NHL finals. Now, is that is that in March or is that sort of like the NBA? Well, we'll, we'll get the beginning yeah. of the playoffs. Yeah, the, the season ends first week of April, typically for the NHL. Okay. So same, okay. same thing around the NBA. Um, so it'll be playoff push type deal. Yes. Okay. Uh, and then NASCAR and F1. NASCAR starts next week. F1 starts later later in the month. And then the golf. This is this is where it really shines, in my opinion. This week we have the Pebble Beach Pro Am. Next week, we have the Phoenix Open. And then a week or two after that, we have the Genesis Invitational, which is Tigers tournament. And then a couple weeks after that, we have the Players Championship, which is, in my opinion, the fifth major. And is, if, is this? And, and if you're expanding this out to where the finals are in the, you know, for the NHL and the NBA, the Masters are in that area, too. Um, and and, and you, you could do that if you wanted to take a three-month period and say this is, I know it's not Q1, but let's just say January was part of Q4 of last year. We could expand this into a three-month period and say that this is the best quarter for sports all year long. It's either this one or when the NBA, NHL, um, and NFL begins, like the beginning of the season, college football is back. Um, MLB is coming down the stretch with, but their season, the uh, same thing with um, the uh, with NASCAR. NASCAR season's finishing up. We've got MLS finishing up. It's it's either that or this this time. Yeah, like I, I so we could have a we, a modified uh, a modified quarter. So. It could be the um, November, December, and January quarter, or the uh, you know February, March, April quarter. So yeah, I think I think those two are are in competition for. I mean, it's the best time in sports. Yeah. I mean, we just got so much coming up that I'm so absolutely jocked for that we get to talk about on this podcast. That it's I, I didn't think about it till a couple like a week ago, and I was like, man, we're we're starting to get close to some of the best time. Uh, in in all of sports, so and the NFL draft I'm, is coming up too. That is true. That's in April. That's out, that's outside of this, and we have a uh, we have a lot of plan for that. A lot plan for the uh, the NFL draft. Billy, this weekend, I went all over God's green earth and watched absolutely as many uh, high school basketball, rec basketball games that I could. I think the final count when I got home, I think we were somewhere around nine. I sort of lost track. Uh, but we saw a ton of basketball this week, a lot of high school basketball. And let's let's get to it from Friday night on the Marine South scoreboard uh, for the girls action. Mount Zion beat Christian Heritage 51-32. Central Falls to Snorville 55-21. Bremen beat Lafayette 48-34. Bowden Falls to Temple 76-22. to 
Harrelson County falls to Rockmart 40 to 38. Lithia Springs beats Villarica 66 to 56. And Carrollton beats East Coweta 68 to 24. On the boys' slate for Friday night, Freeman beats Lafayette 76 to 62. Central beats Snorville 45 to 42. Max Young had 14 points, nine rebounds in that game, and Isaiah West had 13 points, seven rebounds, and five assists in that central victory. Bowden falls to Temple 75 to 41. Villarica beats Lithia Springs in overtime 67 to 66. Villarica needed a three-point shot with about a second and a half left to tie this and send it into overtime, and they hit it. I'm not 100% sure of the young man's name that hit the shot, uh, but they needed a three-point shot with like a second and a half left, and they got they inbounded it underneath their own goal, got the three-point shot, sunk it to send the game into overtime in which Villarica ended up winning this region game against Lithia Springs. Harrelson County falls to Rockmart 63-51. Carrollton beats East Coweta 66-47, and Heard County falls to Mount Zion 56-51. Heard County boys this weekend without LJ Green or Eli Lawson. Uh, so those were two big missing key uh, parts. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Saturday, the girls basketball, Bremen beat Mount Zion 35-31. Central beats Temple 53-44. I was at that game, and that was one of the best. It's one of the best high school basketball games I think I've seen this year. It was very back and forth. That was a very, very competitive game. Uh, Villarica falls to Carrollton 60-36 out at University of West Georgia. I was at this game as well, and this was a much closer game than the, the score is going to indicate. The Trojans turned up their full court press in the second half, and Villarica just had no answer for them. Uh, the Trojans, they're they are insanely athletic. Uh, on the boys' side, Bremen falls to Mount Zion 65 to 47. Hurd falls to East Paulding 63 to 20. Central beat Temple 62 to 37. Max Young with 22 points and Jay Harden with 12 points. Billy, at this game, I was thinking I would love to see a three-point contest between Max Young and Kay Costanzo. <laughs> I think that would be fantastic. Dude, I'm sure we could set that up. That's what. That's exactly what I was thinking. That would be a fantastic competition. Uh, and then out at the University of West Georgia, late, late in the night on Saturday, Villarica falls to Carrollton, 80 to 69. Jantavius Shivers took over this game in the first half and had Villarica with only in a couple points at halftime with Carrollton. And then, and then Carrollton's athleticism just sort of ramped up. Carrollton's one of the best defensive boys teams that I've seen out here on the west side this year. They are really, really talented. Did you stay for the entire game at Villarica Carrollton, or did you leave? Oh, yeah. No, we were there. We stayed for the in, the entire game, okay. and everybody was uh, almost asleep by the time we walked to the car. So it was a <laughs> great, great atmosphere, uh, and from what I saw, everybody behaved themselves. So I sure. was yeah. I was very, very proud and very shocked about that. Let's, let's remember last year. Last year was chaotic. This year, better, so... Last year, everybody did not behave yep. themselves. Uh, yeah. In college basketball, Valdosta State at UW, the boys win 93-88, to and the girls fall 57-48. to UGA beats South Carolina 81-78, to and Georgia Tech falls to Duke 86-43. to uh, In high school wrestling, we still have the um, traditional wrestling going on. Temple finishes in first place out of 14 teams at the Bowden Invitational. And I believe that is the first traditional tournament championship in the school's history. So congratulations Great. to Sean Moistner and all of his coaches and all the wrestlers and, and parents and everybody out there that supports the Temple Tigers wrestling program. That is a wrestling program that is on an upward trajectory. Uh, they, are, they are going in the right direction. On the Smith's floor coverings, games and events calendar for tonight, 
Other than the Hawks at 10 o'clock tonight, we don't have any high school action. Um, I believe we will start having spring sports start kicking off this week and next week. So uh, we will have soccer, track, tennis, golf, baseball, all that good stuff on the Smith floor covering games and events calendar coming up in the next couple of weeks. That's going to be fun. Um, I'm going to work on the calendar today as much as I can. So Awesome. I'm going to work on uh, hitting the ball into the fairway today. Yeah, I knew you had a day off today, don't you? Yep. Day off. I'm going out to Alabama to play some golf. All right. I you need another cup of coffee. Indeed, sir. Hit me with it. Another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor Hannah Strawn with the Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. Uh, in our TM5 Daily Fantasy League, I am still ahead 46 points. Uh, Bryce has 40, and Peter has fallen behind to 34. It's looking more and more like uh, that $25 gift card is going to get rolled over. Um, All you need to do is get points one point. Yep. yep. Uh, if you get if you get one point tonight or tomorrow, you win. Because I need I need back to back wins. We have two more days. I need back to back wins, and you need to go zero zero for me just to tie you. Uh, so a second place finish tonight or a second place finish tomorrow solidifies Billy Lindahl as the inaugural TM5 Daily Fantasy League champion this January. And we will start. I, I got to reach out to the blind donkey runner uh, for starting Wednesday. Yeah. Let them know. We're going to start this bad boy up on Wednesday. Yep. All right. Uh, in our locks of the week, uh, we went four and two total. Um, and we've got some changes and parameters coming up for this week for our locks. Um, no more Bryce picking minus 1250s. Um, that's hey. Listen, if we didn't want minus 1250s, we should change the name of Locks of the Week. <laughs> I told you that. A, a Lock of the Week is something along the lines of a minus 1250. Speaking of Locks of the Week, uh, no surprise here. Novak Djokovic wins the Australian Open. He was just utterly dominant down there. Completely dominant. Yep. It was it was unreal. Yep. Yeah, it was no question. He was the best in the entire tournament, all tournament long. Uh, so, quote, people don't realize how hurt he was, unquote, Patrick on Patrick Mahomes battling through an injury to put the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. I think people were pretty he had, a, he had a high ankle sprain. Pretty, people yeah. were pretty much aware. I mean, you could tell how he was. And, and Billy, correct me if I'm wrong. Was there not coverage literally the entire week yeah. about how injured Patrick Mahomes was? Yes. I mean, just everywhere. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think they were. I think the Chiefs were trying to play the underdog card here, and it is what it is. After after the mayor saying it was Burrowhead and coming out with that stupid statement last week, I, whatever, whatever you have to do to motivate yourself. But the whole "woe is us" and underdog card that the Kansas City referees were trying to play last night was very. It was very stupid. Yep. Um, Bengals Joseph Asai laments penalty that led to Chiefs win. Billy, there ain't no way I'm letting that dude on the plane. No way. You are not flying back with the team. You can walk or you can buy a ticket on Spirit Airline. You're not flying back with the team. Yeah. Yeah, that was tough. Horrible, horrible, horribly stupid play. Yeah. Uh, the Eagles have emerged as a two-point favorite over the Chiefs in Super Bowl 57. Wow. That's surprising. Wow. That is very surprising. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, I don't. I don't know who I would take there. It, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is going to have two weeks to get healthy, and the Eagles are a two-point favorite. Ooh, geez, that, 
That is uh, that's going to be interesting. That's going to be interesting to see what that line looks like once we get there. It's, it's down to a point and a half now. Um, but, yeah, that'll be interesting to see in, in two weeks what it looks like. Honest Antetokounmpo nets 50 for the Bucks and says it's just one of those moments. That guy's so good. That guy's so good at basketball. <laughs> really is. It, it makes basketball look so easy. Really is. He's so good. Uh, the freak. Kellen Moore won't return as Cowboys offensive coordinator. Bryce, your thoughts? Uh, yeah, probably a good thing. Um, he'll, he'll land somewhere. He's a young offensive coordinator. I think he has a lot of good ideas, but it was time for a change in the building. Um, so, yeah, I guess I guess they'll bring in whatever offensive coordinator Aaron Rodgers wants in that building. Um you know, once he's once he's traded there, so we'll see. We'll see who's the new offensive coordinator for uh, for the Cowboys. It's been less than a month since the national championship, and uh, we found out over the weekend that Stetson Bennett got arrested for a public intoxication. Let the man do his thing. Like that's what I said. His second second straight national championship. He's about to go into the NFL. Let him have some fun. That, that's well easy on that other statement there uh but yeah the let him have his fun statement yes that that's dude he's he's being drunk in public it is what it is dude he's 25 years old you know he's if if i if i had the spotlight shined on me for the stuff i was doing when i was 25 i would have no shot at uh, being hired anywhere um so it, yeah i it, this is a you know it's kind of a it's, it's just a funny thing like you know stetson been all drunk in public but well, he's 25 you know like let him made a mistake whatever there's there's a lot worse stuff that he could have done um, and if he wants to play in the NFL, he's going to have to do those worst things because that's what the, the NFL likes in their players. Yep. Uh, but yeah, it, it is what it is, man. It's it's kind of a goofy story. Like, oh, it's, you know, Stetson Bennett, kind of goofy, being drunk in public, whatever. It's not a bad, it's not a, it's not a horrible thing. Uh, congratulations to our buddy, Matt Skinner. He has taken the uh, sports information coordinator job at the Carrollton City Schools. So he will be leaving Gratic Sports um and gratic communications um he has done a phenomenal job over there i mean bryce and i worked with him he was great i'm so pumped for him and for his future with with Carrollton. it's this is a good thing for matt skinner yeah i'm i'm super excited man he's he's very talented very passionate and one of the nicest people i've ever met uh, I can honestly say this podcast would not have have started and be what it is today um, without without a few people uh, that have helped us over the over the year and a half that we've been doing this. And Matt Skinner is one of them. Uh, and he was the one that sort of encouraged us after we kind of went out on our own to keep doing what we were doing. And he's gonna dude, he's gonna kill it in the new position that he's with with Carrollton City Schools. And I can't wait to see see what he does. Um, I'm I'm just I'm really happy for him. <laughs> finally today in 2018 cleveland indians announced they will remove chief waho from the caricature uh logo from all uniforms in 2019 Wahoo! Yeah, that's just we go back to them being the indians please this guardian Whoa. stuff is just stupid you better guard what you say though. nope <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that's, that's still. I, it, <laughs> I can't fire people that don't get paid. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, it still seems weird. I still love that logo, but you know, it is what it is. It'll always, we'll always have it in major league. Yeah, we will. 
<laughs> Which, by the way, sp speaking Major League, the fact that Spencer Strider changed his number to 99, I may have a new favorite Brave. That is, like, yeah, that is awesome. I'm with you on that one. I love that. I love that. Oh, God. I might get a Spencer Strider jersey Just now. because of that. Yep, just because of that. <laughs> All right, Bryce, you got anything else? Nah, man, let's get out of here on a wet Monday. Start the week off. Cool. Let's get out of here on a, on a wet Monday, and uh, let's go enjoy our day. For Bryce, I'm Billy. Have a great one, everybody. We will talk to you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbor. Just shake him. Shake your neighbor.